You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. Today we'll talk about which Gators receiver I think will be the team leading receiver this year. Uh, Florida's got some new betting odds up on Bet Online, and we'll talk about Florida's case for D B U. Thank you to everybody who left a review. Please do continue to do so, or reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And join Lockdown NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft. And a look ahead at next year's future first round picks, including a Florida Gators defensive back. Follow the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Now, as we all know, uh, Florida's offense is facing a significant amount of turnover uh, just from last season to this season. It's, it's going to be, a, it, it sounds like a toughie, but I'm somewhat confident that it's going to go smoother than, uh, I'll knock on wood for everybody. I'm somewhat confident that it's going to go smoother than uh, some people anticipate. Uh, I think the offense is going to look very different. We, of course, lost uh, Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony, uh, Trevon Grimes, and obviously we also lost Kyle Trask. Um, so the offense is going to look a lot different, and it's it's something I'm excited for. It's probably going to look a lot more simplified, at least this year uh, in the passing game specifically. We're probably going to see more uh, screens to to wide receivers, not just running backs. Uh, screens, slants, and hitches more than we did last year. Um, and we'll probably see the occasional go route get targeted, at least. I'm sure we'll see it happen pretty frequently. But yeah, I, I think that we're going to look more towards the short game and kind of just spread the field and make the defense defend every blade of grass. Um, Xavier Henderson... It will likely be more of the X type, like Trayvon Grimes, that kind of role. Uh, he'll challenge vertically. I'm not sure really what he's going to do after the catch. And that's the biggest question mark because, of course, with Florida, so much of it last year was Kyle Pitts being able to do everything and dominate everyone. Uh, Trayvon Grimes was our big X receiver. And Kadarius Tony was... Uh, just just making a lot out of nothing not even something out of nothing he was making a lot out of nothing at times and he was just explosive and incredible and i'll i'll get more into xavier henderson filling that x-type role that trayvon grimes is leaving behind uh i'll get into replacing kyle pitts's production or trying to at least we know that that's just simply not going to happen it's it would be mind-blowing if it happened just because Kyle Pitts had arguably the greatest college football season from a tight end of all time. So, yeah, not not expecting to replicate that. Um, 
But instead, I'm I'm kind of talking about who's going to replace Kadarius Tony because I think that's or that role at least, and I think that's who's going to be the leading receiver. And honestly, for me, I I think it's Jacob Copeland. Uh, to me, I know that he's kind of someone that a lot of people are putting a lot of pressure on, um, which is kind of silly to me because like, yeah, he was highly touted. He hasn't really lived up to it, but. He's played behind just constant NFL wide receivers, so I, I I don't know why you expect him to really be a huge impact player prior to this year. He's just, he's been behind studs throughout his college career, so it makes no sense. Um, but he he's the guy that I'm expecting to step up. And yeah, like I said, like I know a lot of people are like, uh, this is a make or break year for him. That that's it's sure if you want to be like that, but. I, I I disagree. I think this is his year to be the guy and and really step up. And I'm not saying it's make or break because I don't think this is like the end of the line if he ends up not being the top guy. Uh, I think he'd still be a very good complimentary receiver at the very worst, which is why I say it's not make or break. Maybe make or break as a number one, but I, I, I don't even want to go that far to say that. Um... Jacob Copeland is someone who's likely going to be working both inside and out. He's going to be, I think, at least a focal point of the offense, especially if we're introducing more screens, slants, and hitches. Um, the occasional go-route I'm not even considering right now because that's not his strength from what from what we've seen from him so far. Uh, he's kind of I'm Josh Hammond, former Florida Gator uh, receiver, return specialist currently in the NFL. I think he's with the Seahawks maybe um I I I think he's with the Seahawks right now uh Josh Hammond compared Jacob Copeland to Kadarius Tony which is ironic given that he's kind of uh supposed to be replacing that role but he said specifically that uh Kadarius Tony or sorry Josh Hammond is not as joysticky as Kadarius Tony uh, the quote is, that's the biggest thing about Jacob. When he clicks and gets going, he's gone. And that's what I care about more right now. I don't need someone that's going to do what Kadarius Tony could do because we're not going to find someone that can do what Kadarius Tony can do. I mean, literally every single player that I have ever watched, besides maybe one or two, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as joysticky as Kadarius Tony. So like if you're expecting him to replace Kadarius Tony, sure, he's not going to live up to the hype. But maybe he could replace the production. Uh he could maybe fill the role, which I think he can. And that's more important than being Kadarius Tony. I want Jacob Copeland to be Jacob Copeland and do whatever he can do to help this team win games, this offense score points. And yeah, I think Jacob Copeland's going to be that guy for us this year, genuinely. I think he's going to be, and of course, you could even argue, even if he is the most productive guy, it's not because he's the most talented. If you feel like he's not, that's fine too. I think he's going to get the most targets. So of course, he's going to be our leading receiver in my mind right now. And that that's why I think he's going to be the leading receiver. I think he's got the skill set. But I think more importantly, it's going to be the volume. I think he'll be our target on screens, on screens and slants and hitches 
more than Henderson or shorter just because he's better built to play that role. I think him working in the slot and outside is also going to be big. But, I mean, yeah, that's, to me, Jacob Copeland is going to be our leading receiver. Whether you like it or not, I like it. I'm cool with it. I love it. I'm happy about it. And most importantly, think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, like I am, Bet Online currently has plus 3,300 odds, and I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. And reality TV is an amazing thing, I'm telling you. Like, I'm season two of Too Hot to Handle. Can't wait for that train wreck. Um, with real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And kind of unfortunately, I do mean anything. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space, O N. And speaking of bet online, <laughs> uh, the second segment today is going to be about the bet online odds. This is probably going to be a little bit shorter. I'm not going to go super in depth on it. So. Sorry if you were hoping for that, but I don't think you were because you didn't know about it until about eight minutes ago. So yeah, um, but Bet Online put together their odds for what they're calling Game of the Year odds. Basically, uh, it's not which game is going to be Game of the Year because that's a completely arbitrary thing, and it's just gonna be just a, a train wreck. But no, Game of the Year odds are for just the top games of the year, Florida is in five of those games and they're favored in just two which uh ticked me off i'll say um so yeah that that it peeves me a little bit and again i'll get more in depth at a later time uh right now though i'm just not going to do it but first up, we've got Alabama and Florida. Florida is the underdog by 14 and a half points, which is literal hot garbage. Like that is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Um, I'll, I'll I'll die on that hill. <laughs> um, it's that's just that is insane to put this Florida team as two touchdown, not even two possession, two touchdown dogs that is ridiculous absurd and you should be ashamed of yourself i love you though because you're our sponsor (laughs) uh tennessee and florida is the next one florida is favored by 15 and a half points yeah they got that one right they they absolutely hit the nail on the head with this one this one yeah 15 and a half points totally cool with me again i'm gonna take florida in every single one of these because i genuinely think florida can win every single one of these and the two games that they're favored in, I think they hit the nail on the head here. Um, so yeah, I'm taking Florida in every one of these, which is why I'm not mentioning that for every game. But Florida, 15 and a half point uh, favorites over Tennessee is obvious, smart. Uh, Florida had LSU, Florida plus 1.5, so one and a half point underdogs. Um, I don't, I don't totally get why. Like, LSU's kind of in a questionable period right now. Like, their offense is, like, 
what is your identity their defense we know what they are uh their defense is, is pretty good um if if you want to say that i mean their defense has some ballers but like at that point, LSU right now to me is lower than they've been in a few years, and I mean even before the Burrow year, um, or before the Burrow erupting and becoming the greatest college quarterback of all time year. Uh, we've got Georgia, Florida. Florida is the underdog by seven points, which is again stupid. Um, I'm just gonna be completely honest. I don't care how good Georgia's defense is; they have JT Daniels playing quarterback. I am not going to think that they'll beat florida that's just my stance on it i don't think he's good i won't think he's good and therefore yeah that's bullshaka as that was in drake and josh i believe um <laughs> last one is florida state and florida uh florida is favored by 14 here it's a, a beautiful thing uh if you know the guys are locked on seminoles you know they're pretty cool guys but i am going to love that week i cannot wait for florida state florida we talk so much trash in the locked on group chat um i can't screenshot and post the things because it's super not uh pg and yeah (laughs) um but just know I cannot wait for that week. We're going to beat the, you know what, out of the Seminoles, and I can't wait. It's a truly beautiful thing. As we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion Coconut Brownie Chunk, Personally, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. Like, if you know me, that's just my style. And I, I'm i letting you know now, I feel absolutely awful today. I had ice cream twice, but it was so good both times. But I hate myself because of it. And I'm, I'm going through it right now. But if you're trying to eat clean, which I can't even say I'm trying to do, but you've got a sweet tooth like I obviously clearly do, that is no longer a problem. Bill Bar is your low-calorie, low-sugar, high protein, and arguably, I think most important, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. All right, the time is upon us. Uh, We've been waiting for it for a while got the message earlier today and then things just like i'll I'll let you know now in the lockdown group chat they were like hey this week we're doing dbu and things just went completely off the rails i have no idea what happened i left for five minutes i saw that we're doing dbu message left for five minutes came back and it was like talking about big mac sauce and dallas baptist university it was just like the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen but for DBU, it's far and away for me, Florida. It's not even like a legitimate discussion. When you look at just guys that Florida's had in the NFL in the past decade, um, it's yeah, it, it's it's pretty impressive. I'll say in no specific order here. I'm just going down the list of names that I jotted off in the top of my head that have played in the NFL in the past decade that are. I mean, also, for all intents and purposes, um, 
I think it goes without saying, but I'm not including J.C. Jackson, who was at Florida, went to community college, and then went to Maryland, and is now a stud. And I'm not including Janoris Jenkins, who was with Florida, went to North Alabama, and then became a stud. Um, for obvious reasons. Like, they, they didn't finish their college career as Gators, so I'm not including them. Uh, I think that's obvious and clear. I'm just going to make that clear here, though. Uh, but you've got guys like Reggie Nelson, one of the most underrated defensive backs in the past 20 years, probably. Joe Hayden, dominant stud throughout his career for the most part. Lito Shepard is the oldest guy on this list, but I felt like he deserved it because he played a game a decade ago. A decade ago is his last year, so he's staying on the list. Brian Poole, quietly one of the best nickelbacks in the NFL. I don't know why he's always slept on. It makes no sense. Major Wright was a great uh, college player. Didn't totally work out as a pro, but like wasn't a burnout. Marcus May has incredibly found his footing after having a couple of years of being replacement level. Um, and then, yeah, no, he, this year he completely found his footing with the Jets, and he was just a monster all year. You've got Keanu Neal, who I'm considering him still DBU. I know Friday we talked about his move to linebacker, but, like, he went through college as a DB. He went through the first five years of his NFL career as a DB. Uh, he hasn't played a snap as a linebacker yet. So for DBU, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to bring Keanu Neal here, and he's going to bring the pain every single time. Vernon Hargraves the third. One of the most highly touted corners in all of college football or all of recruiting when he was coming into college football. He was just absolutely loved. He was a dominant corner in college. He was freaky, especially given like he was a little dude throughout college. Um, But yeah, he was just freaky good. And I get that in the NFL, he hasn't necessarily lived up to those expectations, but he gets way too much slack. I honestly might make a whole... Uh, segment about Vernon Hargraves getting just way too much flack for what he's done like he's still an NFL starter and he's at worst I'll say he's average in my opinion so yeah he didn't live up to the insane hype we had but he's still been a multi-year starter in the NFL so you're just silly at this point you got Will the Thrill Hill um I, as a Giants fan, I love that he kind of broke out with us, and that was amazing and beautiful. Off-field stuff kept him out of here, but uh, you know, it uh, it, uh, it it is what it is. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, still a huge fan of his, um, but yeah, it was it was just it was it was pretty unfortunate that uh, that it didn't work out with him. Uh, Quentin Dunbar was receiver at college at Florida, uh, then moved to db in the nfl with washington football team and was a monster for a year then went to the seahawks and uh now i believe he's with the lions i want to say um matt elam just he kind of burnt out a little bit but he was a stud in college he was he was like keanu neal in a way uh they were like similar downhill attacking hard hitter safeties i uh, love to see it chauncey gardner johnson i know that he, um there are listeners that don't really like him josh i'm talking about you but uh yeah chauncey garner johnson one of the best um i want to say it uh one of, the, one of the best trash talkers i've ever seen and if you know me at all um 
I'm big on trash talk. So Chauncey, love him. He was, I think, a, the 20th overall player for me coming out of the draft. It was my first year actually really going in-depth and evaluating and ranking, and he was the number 20 overall player as a nickel guy. He was the only guy that I listed, or the only uh, first-round talent I listed as a nickel, and he's been a beast for the Saints, and I love it. And we'll probably, I think Friday, we're going to have an episode where we go in-depth on him a bit. Uh, Marcel Harris for the 49ers has been quietly very good for what was expected of him um that's something where like a lot of people don't even realize or that i've spoken to don't even realize that he's still in the nfl and he's been here for three years but uh he he was a solid contributor this year for the 49ers he started a few games granted they had quite a few injuries but he's been a solid contributor solid player uh ahmad black was uh, i believe the lightest safety ever drafted in the nfl um and he had a few good years i loved him i thought he was great but evidently just didn't work out and of course cj henderson's a recent first round pick for the for the gators and it's just it's again one of those things where it's like i i don't know why people uh think he's not amazing right now like what he's doing is phenomenal and i loved what he did last year and then you've also got guys like Marco Wilson this year was uh was drafted. You've got um I'm I'm sorry, I'm just going off the top of my head here. Uh you've got Sean Davis. There we go. Oh man, I was, I was I was trying to get through that. You've got even Donovan Steiner got signed by the uh I think it was the Steelers. I want to say Steelers. Um so yeah, it's just Florida's been putting out quality defensive back talent. They've been pumping guys into the league. They've been pumping out legends like Reggie Nelson, Joe Hayden, Lito Shepard. Um, they, they've just been they've been putting out star players, and they've been putting out just absolutely phenoms. Like I think Joe Hayden could potentially be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. So that's where I'm at on this. I think he was just at one point. I think he was challenging Revis for the best man corner in the NFL. So I think clearly Florida's DBU. I don't think it's an even real debate. I do think the voters are going to, you know, they're going to go screwy again. And I hate them. But guess what? I'm sticking with what's in my heart and what I know in my heart. I genuinely don't. uh, Not that I genuinely don't care. If they say what they say and it's not Florida, that's cool with me because I know they're wrong. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me Wednesday. Um, I might have an interview set up uh, depending on the timing of how things work out. So maybe. Um, once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E. NINE Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Buckeyes, hosted by Jay Stevens, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Catch Jay's. He hosts this show for the second best defensive back centric university in college football. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, the Clippers are back in the game for now. And get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen to all of your podcasts.